0: Set of downs from the 41 of Cincinnati. Play fit. Trubisky floats it outside. Zach Gentry. Big Zach Gentry breaks free inside the 10.
1: It's now time for our weekly conversation with Eldorado Eagle, Michigan Wolverine, and NFL tight end Zach Gentry. On ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Presented by the Sports Bar at Sandia Resort and Casino, close to home. Far from ordinary. Now, here's Zach Gentry.
0: I got everything I need. Homegrown. Yes, he is homegrown. Uh, Zach Gentry is going to be joining us in just a second. Cincinnati Bengals tight end. Zach Gentry. A reminder, we're at the Sandia Sports Bar every Monday night. You hear Zach on with us every Monday night at 5 o'clock. Come on out. Watch Monday Night Football Bears and Vikings They have 50 TVs to watch your favorite games here. They got the college hoops on. They got 24 cold beers on tap, including a large selection of your favorite New Mexico breweries. All right, Zach, um, man, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, uh, an emotional weekend. uh, Let's just say that for you. Um, And we'll just start on Saturday. Uh, The Ohio State at Michigan in the big house. Were you able to get your workouts in early and, and get your butt in front of a TV for that game on Saturday afternoon, Zach?
2: Yeah, I made it just in time. We finished up our walkthroughs and all that good stuff, and I raced back uh, to the place, and I uh, was able to get it on TV about 10 minutes before kick, and um, yeah, you're right, I didn't move, planning myself down, and, and watched the whole thing from beginning to end, and uh, never changed the channel, so it was... Uh, you know, I think it, in a lot of ways lived up to the hype. It was a really competitive, uh, close game, and uh, one that I was uh, happy with, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm sure you were. Um, man, like, do you, you see that environment? Do you see that setting? I mean, ESPN Game Day was there. The Fox uh, Noon Kickoff crew was there. Uh, and the crowd, the shots, I know 110,000 at least in the stadium. And then they said, you know, hundreds of thousands that just were in Ann Arbor for that game. Uh, like, what memories does that bring back for you, having played in that game, in that setting, Zach?
2: Yeah, I mean, just, just how gigantic of a matchup it is. You know, I think, um, you know, i no surprise. College game day was there, and, you know, all the... You know, big noon kickoff and all that good stuff, but, you know, just uh, oftentimes there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of implications for postseason stuff, you know, in that game, especially over the last six or seven, eight years, you know, stuff like that. So, um, gigantic game always has been, always will be, but uh, pretty neat, you know, that we're kind of able to over the last decade or so or a little less watch that game and and to be a part of that game when, uh, you know, both the teams are so competitive and so good and, and the game even means something a little bit more. Um, you know, towards the, towards the end of the stretch of the season is is pretty neat.
0: Yeah, um, I apologize, his name escapes me, but the, the interim head coach was your tight ends coach when you were there at Michigan, correct?
2: Yes, that's that's Sharon Moore, and, and he's done. jeez he's done such a good job. He was an interim coach early in the season when Coach Harbaugh was just been, I believe, against Bowling Green, and then of course these last three weeks. And um, you know, can't say enough about how good of a job he's done. Both just kind of rallying the troops and. And, uh, you know, getting the, getting the boys prepared, that's not an easy thing you do, especially at the college level. You're responsible for so many guys and, and them knowing the game plan. But also being able to execute, you know, he called all the all the plays these last three games um, and, uh, you know, had to make the big decisions, when to take a timeout, you know, go forward on fourth down, things of that yep. nature. So, I mean, he's just been super cool, calm, collected. And it's been pretty neat for me to watch him um, kind of get a little emotional in those post-game interviews, just knowing him as a guy, you know, it just means yeah. so much to him. So it's uh, been pretty neat as well.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it, it seems at least uh, Coach Harbaugh's uh, suspensions from the sideline are in the rearview mirrors now. Re- rearview mirror now. Um, like I know you're you're not on the sidelines now, but what? G- give us an idea of, of what you know the, that locker room is before you hit the field uh, is, and and just you know see the operations on the sidelines uh with the presence of coach harbaugh who will be back moving forward
2: yeah i mean certainly it'll be like a more complete staff and roster you know i'm sure he's going to be able to um it, one thing that, that i'm sure that they tried to emulate and simulate while he was gone was just uh um you know a lot of the same things that he does on game day he's a very habitual person we have a very uh you know rigid routine so you know, the four years that I was with him, he did a lot of the same exact things on game day, said a lot of the same thing, you know, um, it was very scheduled in that way. So I'm sure some of that was maybe missed or, you know, I'm not exactly sure what they did. Maybe they, you know, followed it to a T what he normally does and said what he says, you know, on game days and things like that. But I'm sure it'll be refreshing for those guys to have him back, uh, you know, in the locker room and, and hear some of the familiar things that he has to say, uh, before, during, and after the games. And I mean, just, uh, you know, being able to share a locker room with that guy is pretty special because, you know, he's just got so many, um, you know, experiences in different places and, and knows how to handle himself in those situations And it definitely rubs off on his teams.
0: We're talking to Cincinnati Bengals tight end, Zach Gentry. He joins us every week uh, while we're out here at the Sandia Sports Bar. He is presented by the Sandia Sports Bar. We love talking uh, with Zach each and every week. Um, so, you know, here's another thing that I wanted to get your opinion on. The Although he was not on the sideline, he was full bore at every other point with the team during the week. Um, like, is, is that as equally as important, maybe even more important than the three and a half hours, uh, you know, between the kickoff and the final thing? I mean, you know, the the advantage of the fact that he, he got to be with the team uh, throughout the course of the week makes all the difference in the world, it would seem like to me, Zach.
2: Yeah, you know, I think that's, that's something that's a big talking point that the announcers like to talk about during the game is, you know, the absence of Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, which is a big deal to an extent, but you're you're right i mean during the week is is when uh you know you put the hay in the barn it's when it's when the majority of the work is done and, and saturdays you're kind of just the fruition of that work so um you know obviously an experienced guy like that you know you, you start to worry with his absence on saturdays on the big you know um, decisions that have to be made timeouts two-point conversions you know things like that that we talked about but You know, during the week is really when it's most important for him to be able to see what's going on on a day to day basis at practice in the film room. And so, um, as important as um, it is to be on the sidelines, obviously on game day, um, you know, it is way more important for him to be with the team during the week, which is great.
0: Yeah, and um, so I, I want to get back to you. You know, I'm, I'm visualizing you hauling from the practice facility back to your pad. You know, in that big old truck of yours, and you're you're sitting there. Uh, were you by yourself? You, you, did you just want to be by yourself watching that game on Saturday, or did you have anybody over? What was what was the setting? You know, let it let us into your place there, Zach.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely not gonna you know get together with anybody for a game like that certainly not in the state of ohio you know uh or you know go out and and, and watch it anywhere um it's just one of those games for most of the michigan games yeah. i'm i'm playing it on the couch in my place watching if not all of them so uh you know one one with that magnitude and uh in the state that i'm in right now was was one where uh minimal company was was perfect for me <laughs>
0: I'm watching it on a plane on my way back from Dallas. Okay. I can tell you where Scott Galetti was. He was at Cleveland high school calling the state championship game. Sam was in the studio and no surprise. I went by there on my way out there. He had, you know, the Michigan Ohio state game going on one uh, tablet device. He had, you know, I think uh, the, uh, some other game going on another device. Uh, You know, everybody's paying attention. Uh, So, I got to ask you, what kind of grub did you have in preparation for the game? I mean, did you kind of go outside a little bit and, and get you a pizza, and you know what what, what was the uh, <laughs> what was the food uh, that was involved over that three and a half hour period? Come on, Zach, you had to you, you know, had to cut yourself on some slack on that one, didn't you?
2: <laughs> no, I did, and and you know what, I actually thought thought ahead on that one because uh, I thought, you know, if 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 I'm going to order something. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go down and get it or I could miss something. So I preemptively thought ahead and I got myself, you know, what I needed. And and so, uh, you know, in that quick time frame b- before kick and even a couple minutes into the game, I was able to make myself a, a nice bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. And so I treated myself to that. But uh, I couldn't risk ordering anything and, and missing any parts of the game, as, as you know.
0: There we go. You never can go wrong with a bacon, egg, uh, and uh, cheese sandwich uh, at any time of the day, right, Zach?
2: Oh, no doubt, no doubt. It was perfect, perfect. I enjoyed it. You know, during a, a great Wolverines first quarter, and, and you know, getting a good turnover, and uh, you know, me over while we watched uh, the Wolverines get the W, which is a huge one.
3: That's what separates us from NFL players, guys. Is when bacon, egg, and cheese is cheat- is a, a cheat day meal.
0: Yeah, no kidding. He went really outside the the boundaries. There had a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich I all mean, oh he liked. Yeah, yeah, we're like popping <laughs> chips and drinks and everything else into our system. All right, uh, so uh, very cool. Uh, and you, you started your description of the game. I think uh, right, a heck of a college football game. I mean, we know what happened at the end. That was one of those games where you were on the edge of the seat till the the final whistle. There, uh, Zach.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the whole time you're watching the game, it kind of was feeling like one of those games, especially in the second half, where it's like, okay, it's going to come down to that last possession, which, of, of course, it did, but, you know, I thought the Wolverines really played a, a complete dang game, you know, they uh, ran the ball well, um, you know, passed the ball well, they didn't turn the ball over, which was gigantic, I mean, you know, that's pretty much where Ohio State lost that game, was it, you know, a couple turnovers they had, right. and, you know, and Ohio State played really well, too. Their defense, you know, largely played really well. I think they outrushed Michigan. I think they outpassed Michigan, you know, by a little bit. But, um, you know, Sharon's decisions to go forward on critical fourth and shorts in the beginning and in the end of the game, uh, you know, to, to keep drives alive were huge. And I know, I think Michigan won the field position battle. You know, I think they started, uh, you know, in, in better field position than And Ohio State did the whole game, so that, that speaks volumes to Michigan special teams, which, uh, you know, obviously is a reoccurring theme throughout games that if you can win the special teams battle, you have a better chance. But, um, I think, you know, just, just Michigan played to win. Um, they didn't do anything too crazy. And, uh, you know, it really was a master class by Sharon, I think.
0: Yeah, and I I think the difference was at quarterback, and we can't have always said that about uh, that matchup. Okay, speaking of quarterbacks, let's roll into the NFL. Uh, Yeah, I mentioned an emotional week for you. Uh, The Bengals were... Uh, you guys were facing the Steelers the game in Cincinnati yesterday a game that went down to the basically the last possession uh, tell us about Jake Browning uh, the backup uh, for Joe Burrow uh, he you know your your thoughts on Jake I, I'm sure you are, are very uh, acutely aware of what he uh, brings to the table I'm sure right Zach
2: Yeah, so so Jake is a guy, if I'm not mistaken, I think he came out of high school at the same time as me, so a guy whose name I was kind of familiar with. He went to the University of Washington, and he had a a great career at Washington. You know, I think he kind of bounced around his first couple years in the league and was on the practice squad uh, here in Cincinnati for a year or two, maybe even, and um, I think this this might be his first year on the active roster. I could be wrong, maybe a year and a half, but one of those guys that's been consistent the whole time that I've been here, I've seen nothing but, um, you know, preparation and readiness out of him um you know he's uh, somebody who takes his role very seriously and uh, you know a good human being good locker room guy so it's really easy for you know a team to kind of rally around a guy who is like jake browning who's kind of just biding his time and trying to get better every day and then you know when he gets that opportunity to to show what he's got and to step in for an injured joe burrow then you know the guys are ready and in and, and ready to have his back and um, you know, I think he's done a good job. It was just his first NFL start the other day and you know, no major major uh, uh, you know, mistakes or anything. He threw that interception, I think, on the first drive of the second half going down, which was a big, big drive. But you know, other than that, I think he played a pretty clean game.
3: Talking to Bengals tight end Zach Gentry here on Team Talk ESPN Radio one oh one seven. The team joins us every Monday and Jake Browning in his first NFL game. He throws his first NFL touchdown and Certainly an eventful one there, Zach. He throws the touchdown to Drew Sample, but one of the other tight ends, Mitchell Wilcox, I mean, he's 15, 20 yards past the play like he's Setting up like like a soccer play, like he's setting up something that, that they drew up on the sidelines how far down he was. But it, it ends up being a little bit interesting in there at the end where sample's trying to get in the end zone, ends up having to bowl over Wilcox to get in, almost doing a little too good a job for a tight end blocking in a situation like that. I'm curious, have you ever found yourself in a situation like that where you almost did a little too good of a job throwing a block for somebody?
2: <laughs> you know, not necessarily. You know, I can think of some, some times where I'm, you know, blocking for the running back and um, you know he's he's bottled up or whatever, so he kind of just has to use my back as the the running wedge to to get some yards. But uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> it's funny that you caught that. I mean he, uh, you know, especially watching the film a little bit more today. I mean, poor Mitch just absolutely got right in, uh, you know, Drew's way right on the goal line, and so <laughs> Drew really had no <laughs> choice but to just run right through him or he probably was gonna get hawked down from behind or his knees would have touched the ground. So uh yeah, he got Mitch pretty pretty good, but uh you know, it had to be done.
3: I I mean it really was. It was a, a, a sight to see watching that one from home. Did you guys have a good chuckle at that one today, watching it back?
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean was, as soon as they came back on the sidelines, Mitch was saying something and I was you know, we were all telling Drew, like, dude, you trucked <laughs> uh Mitch on the one yard line, it's hilarious. You just truck your own guy to get in the end zone. That's uh you know, maybe a once in a lifetime thing for sure.
3: So, are you saying that uh, that Joe Mixon could hop on your back and you could carry him into the end zone? Can we create a new play where you can do something like that, Zach?
2: You know, I'd pretty much, uh, I'd pretty much do anything to help the team win. So if, if that's what it takes for me to get down and Joe Mixon can jump up on my shoulders, I'll, uh, I'll do that if we get a W out of it.
3: Well, since I can and uh, since I can't jump on your shoulder for a dunk, somebody should be able to.
2: Oh, we can try it when I go home. I mean, especially around state basketball time, I'll be in the spirit. You can hop up on there. I'll let you touch the rim.
3: All right, we'll circle back to that. I'm going to hold you to it, though, because it's on the on the record here. We're talking to Zach Gentry, Cincinnati Bengals tight end. You talk about Jake Browning getting the start, filling in for, for Joe Burrow. Zach, what, what's been the involvement like for Joe Burrow since the injury and since it was made official that his season's going to come to an end? Like, just as far as being involved in the quarterback room and in practice with X's and O's, or maybe even being another coach on the sidelines the camera showed him a few times, uh, with the, with the earpiece and just following along on Sunday. But just what's that been like for him, just as far as what you've seen him being involved still with, uh, with the offense.
2: Yeah, I know it's been tough for him to not, uh, obviously be involved at a, at a higher level, but, uh, you know, he and Jake have a good relationship. They've been together for a few years now, and so I think he's just kind of taken on that mentor role, kind of helping however he can. I think today, if I'm not mistaken, might have been uh, Joe's surgery day, so he hasn't been around, obviously, today. But, uh, you know, he's been doing a, a, a heck of a job just kind of being around. He's been at every walkthrough, every meeting. and um, So he's, he's just a support player at this point, you know, somebody who's been around, um, played in a ton of games at a super high level, so he can help. You know, whether it's a quarterback or the tight ends, receivers, running backs, defense out. I mean, you know, he reads defenses for a living. So he should be a good guy to go to on the sidelines, kind of like an extra coach out there. So, um, you know, he's a pretty low-key guy. I know he just kind of follows the ball, doesn't really tell anybody to play. But, you know, he'll be involved as much as he possibly can, I would imagine.
3: I got to get in one more here about Sharon Moore and about Michigan beating Ohio State. I know you could not, you probably couldn't, you could talk all day about that one, Zach, but just one thing that really just caught my ear there at the end there Sharon Moore's on the field. And I will say first, as somebody who's responsible for the dump button back here, I'm glad that he cleaned up his language after the first win that he got a couple of weeks ago. But he's he's on the field uh, with Jenny Taft from Fox, they're doing the interview. And there are those iconic. M- sentences, there's those iconic things that you hear broadcasters say over the years, and I'm not putting this on some kind of pedestal, but when she says to Coach Sharon Moore, you just won the game. I mean, shy of saying you're going to Disney World, as somebody who's not even a Michigan fan, chills on that one. Did you, I mean, I, mean, I, I, it's, I have to imagine you were just in such a stupor that you weren't really uh, taking in everything that was being said on the television, but, I mean, just an iconic moment. The, t- to tell somebody you just won the the game, it doesn't get much better than that in, in college football, does it, Zach?
2: No, it certainly does not, and, and, and especially the way that this rivalry's been the last decade, you know, I mean, the Wolverines were down for so many years, and, you know, kind of you get the pendulum swinging back now, that's three in a row, you know, for the old alma mater, so that's that's fantastic, and like I said before, I mean, nobody better uh, than Sharon Moore for that to happen to, I mean, a guy that came in right away, bought in, um, you know, like I said, he, he got in uh, the summer before. My my senior season. So he and I got real close. I was already the veteran leader of the tight end group, and, you know, he was a little younger. And so, you know, we got real close. We're able to bond, and it's been cool to see him grow as a coach. He's always been so knowledgeable and so good with the guys. And um, so it's been great, you know, it's been great um, to see him be the successful coach that he has been and be able to win a game like that. Z game, like you said, is, you know, got to feel unbelievably special for him. And, um, you know, of course, I try to shoot him a text every now and then when I can and, you know, mm. uh, try not to overwhelm him or anything, but, you know, over the last couple games, I've been able to do that, you know, after the 1,000th win and after this last one, um, you know, just letting him know how appreciative I am of him, and, and it's been pretty special.
3: First time since 1995, 96, 97. That was the last time Michigan won three in a row over Ohio State. It's been a little while.
1: Zach, i got to ask you this. I don't know if you're aware of this or if you heard about it, but the... Current Michigan announcer let Jim Bradstadter, who was there for 42 years, call the oh, final boy. play of the game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I made know national Jim. news. Yeah, no, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say your thoughts on that. I mean, I, I'm sure you knew oh, okay. Jim, right?
2: Yeah, and no, I know Jim real well. I mean, legendary, legendary voice man. It's hard. It's going to be hard to, uh, you know, picture. What that what that's going to sound like without him, um, you know. And I'm sure it was. It's hard for him, you know. Of course, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we we talk about it all the time. You know, legendary voice. Uh, you know, a lot of the alumni, and a lot of guys that played there. Um, you know, they know they know the voice as, as 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 his voice. You know, as Jim's voice. So it's would really be interesting to see what happens now. And I'm sure very emotional for him and his family as well
1: couple more things, one more on the Ohio State-Michigan game. Nowadays it's frowned upon, but I thought it was kind of humorous and cool at the same time, the fans storming the field at the stadium. Your thoughts on that?
2: (laughs) Well, I'm okay with it now uh, that we're on the winning (laughs) side of things. You know, when I – When I lost to a couple in Columbus, I wasn't okay with it because it was just annoying. There were too many, uh, you know, disrespectful college kids out there saying mean things, but I'm sure, you know, the the Michigan kids were super upstanding and uh, I'm sure they were fine.
0: Very polite.
1: Well, I saw the video of it, and first it started with an interception, which sealed the game, and then they had a couple of kneel downs, and then the place went nuts. Uh, Finally, Zach, going back to your high school days, you had a pair of opportunities. Back in those days, the semifinals were played over Thanksgiving. Nowadays, the championship game is played over Thanksgiving week. What was it like for you, because I always ask people how big it is, and it seems like it's pretty big to play during Thanksgiving week and to practice on Thanksgiving day on the high school level
2: yeah i mean this just thanksgiving it's kind of you know in this country it's synonymous with football you know you got the n f l games college games, high school games, and so um always like a good turkey day practice or turkey day game, obviously you know it's uh starting to it's when you're starting to really feel the cold getting in and uh, yeah, that's when the weather can start affecting the games, and that's when, you know, it starts to get a little chillier. That means the games are getting a little bigger, and the games are getting bigger, more eyes on the games. So it's uh, it's definitely a neat time of the year to have uh, practices, games, etc. And, you know, it sounds like there was a heck of a game for the uh, state championship back in uh, New Mexico. So, um, you know, glad that that was uh, fun for everybody and a big W for La Cueva.
0: That's right. You would have been proud of this quarterback. It reminded me of Zach Gentry back there running, (laughs) not only throwing for a bunch of yards. Great point. Cam Dyer, uh, the quarterback for La Cueva, only a junior, uh, Zach, runs for over 200 yards in the first half against a team that had won four straight state championships uh, going into that game. All right, Zach, we'll look forward to talking to you next Monday. We know you guys have Jacksonville on Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. Look forward to it. And uh, thanks so much man it's always great talking to you zach
2: absolutely guys appreciate
0: you all righty well that is cincinnati bingle uh, tight end zach gentry joining us every week here on behalf of the sandia sports bar all right i would just like back. to say
3: that i think next monday since especially since the game is in jacksonville i think zach and i should both be on the phone from the stadium next monday i would just like to throw that out there